HR Party of One is brought to you by Burning Portal, the all-in-one HRIS that helps you save time so you can foster a better place to work. In this episode, we're gonna talk about establishing your personal brand. So, are you a coffee or tea drinker? How about your typical sleep schedule? Are you a morning person or a night owl? And what about when a book turns into a movie? Are you the type that has already read the book and are anticipating disappointment in the director's ability to replicate the novel? Or are you the type that will immediately read the series, then watch the movie? Maybe you're the third type and you'd simply skip over the book altogether and watch the movie. Or perhaps you may even be none of the above, no book, no movie. The way you answer these questions builds upon your personal brand. The more detailed the response, the more others learn your brand. For instance, let's say you walk into work every day with a Starbucks coffee. Others in the office would view you not only as a coffee drinker, but as a Starbucks coffee drinker, which is not the same as a Dunkin' Donuts coffee drinker, am I right? Or let's say you're a morning person, a morning person that wakes up at 6 a.m., drinks a cup of coffee while reading a newspaper before the workday begins, is a different brand than a morning person who is up at 4 a.m., chugs some pre-workout, and hits the gym every day. Well, how about the book versus movie question? Well, let's dive deeper and look at genres. Do you prefer comedies or chick flicks, action or drama, thrillers or romance? Maybe you're eclectic. Maybe your brand is more complex. Maybe you drink coffee and tea or read and watch a variety of genres. Well, all of that is part of your brand. It's not just about who you think you are, but who others perceive you to be and that can become exceptionally important as an HR professional. How do you want your coworkers to see you? And should you be their friend? In this episode, we'll talk about how to establish your personal brand, particular branding qualities you should have, and if or how work friendships can fit your branding. HR and friendships can be a tricky line. There are some factors that need to be considered in order to most effectively do your job and not run into unnecessary complexities, which I'll get into later on in the episode. Let's get started. How to establish your personal brand. Every decision you make becomes a part of your brand. As HR, you have certain expectations that you're reliable, trustworthy, organized, etc. If you were seen as unreliable, untrustworthy, or disorganized, you most likely wouldn't be in HR. There are core foundations that you've already built to get where you are. Those foundations are a part of your brand. We all have personal brands. However, an important thing to note when it comes to establishing your brand is that it's not about how you view yourself, but how others perceive you. That's a key component. If you think that you're reliable and trustworthy, but no one else does, then are you? You might be, but it simply isn't part of your brand yet. Others need to buy into it. Let's take McDonald's, for example. What comes to mind when you think about McDonald's? Delicious, convenient, diabetes, fries, Big Macs, chicken nuggets. Okay, I'll stop now. I'm getting hungry. But let's say McDonald's tried to rebrand themselves. What if they came out with an organic vegan section of their menu, selling acai bowls and tofu burgers, and started to eliminate some of their main menu items with the intent of becoming a healthier chain? That probably wouldn't be very successful and McDonald's lovers around the world would not be happy. The brand is already built and established within the minds of millions of people. 
A brand new organic vegan store, however, can probably do extremely well as they'd be building their brand initially as such. Though you aren't establishing your brand for millions of people, you want your coworkers to perceive you a certain way, right? Here are some steps you can take to establish your personal brand. Number one, develop a personal mission statement. Who do you wanna be? What do you want to do? And what are your values and principles that these aspirations are built upon? Stephen Covey, author of Seven Habits of Highly Effective People, says to begin with the end in mind. Your personal mission statement must reflect your life goals and it will become your personal constitution. Number two, review the details of your life that people have access to and make sure they align with your personal mission statement. For instance, do you have a social media account? If you do, you'd want to make sure that anything you post aligns with the personal brand that you want to create. Or how about Google? What do people see when they Google your name? Additionally, if your colleagues were to list three adjectives to define you, what would they be? These things matter. Establishing your brand doesn't start with a clean slate. You have a brand, but is it the one you want? Number three, research your industry. HR professionals should uphold a certain image. As we've mentioned, there are traits that you need to embody in order for your colleagues to believe in your brand and trust in your role. See how other HR professionals present themselves and adopt some of those qualities whilst being yourself? Covey expresses, because each person is unique, a personal mission statement will reflect that uniqueness, both in content and form. Remember, your mission statement is the first step in creating your brand. That's why we're focusing so much on it throughout this episode. Number four, identify your strengths and weaknesses. Both are important as we all have our areas of subject matter expertise, while we all have those areas that require some additional brain power. If you attempt to do things yourself that fall into the weakness category, you're likely to make mistakes becoming unreliable. It's not about knowing everything. It's about being the best you in your HR role. And number five, live it live your brand day in and day out. If you want people to perceive you as trustworthy, then start gaining people's trust. Show them they can count on you. If you want to be seen as someone who is always organized and prepared, then always be organized and prepared. When you start living your brand, others will start to believe your brand and it will officially become a part of you. Particular branding qualities HR should have. Let's think back to the McDonald's example. Now think about a five-star restaurant with a talented chef, fancy cuisines, and a well-trained, attentive staff. You don't go to McDonald's expecting a fancy cuisine, nor would you go to a five-star restaurant and expect there to be a five-minute drive-through experience where you can eat your food on the go. The expectations are different because the brands are entirely different. Well, the same goes for HR. Should people at the company expect HR to get payroll done correctly and on time so they receive accurate and timely paychecks? Absolutely. But would HR be expected to throw down at a happy hour with their team members? I'd say probably not. If HR were expected to do that, well, that may not be the best HR branding unless they're working in the bar or serving industry. But even then, there should always be different expectations for HR. As HR, you can certainly embrace your brand's uniqueness. Be yourself, but be HR. That means both in and outside of a work setting. If you were out getting wasted at a local bar where some employees attend, how would you be viewed then? They might not question if they ran into another coworker in that condition, but there are expectations for HR. 
As HR, you have employees' confidential information. You know their pay, their social. If you have a performance management feature like Bernie Portals, you have access to employees' one-to-one -one notes with their managers. Through those conversations, you'd know strengths and weaknesses within their roles, what their goals may be, and more. There needs to be a lot of trust and respect for HR professionals. Here are 10 key qualities that should be a part of your HR brand. You should be knowledgeable and expert in HR, reliable, trustworthy, ethical, excellent at communicating, great at managing conflict, a leader, organized, someone with integrity, and empathetic. Can HR be friends with their colleagues? Quite frequently, people will build friendships through work as we do tend to spend a large portion of our time with our colleagues. However, it can definitely be a different dynamic for an HR professional. So, can HR be friends with their colleagues? The answer is yes, but there are boundaries. There are also certain things to be aware of when it comes to those friendships. As HR, your role is always going to come first. If you have friendships at work, here are some important things to consider. You must be comfortable keeping information from your friends. Any company or employee information that is confidential must remain between you and that individual. There is no room for gossip in the HR world, so your conversations need to refrain from certain work-related topics or discussions about other coworkers. Work comes first, meaning you may be put into a position where you need to go through company layoffs and your friend may be on the list. Or what if your friend did something that was a fireable offense and you were the only one who witnessed it? Would you pretend it didn't happen or would you fire your friend? If it were someone else at the company, what would you do? You'd have to treat your work friends exactly like anyone else at the company in these situations. Your work friends need to be aware of your boundaries. Make your boundaries clear. Set expectations for topics that are off limits during conversations. Make sure they understand that your role as HR has to come before your role as a friend. Ensure they know that any conflict that arises at work and any serious conversations that may be had are always best intended. The bottom line is that HR can absolutely have friends at work. You just have more boundaries than your colleagues do, and you need to be okay with setting them. If you aren't, then maybe work isn't the place for you to have friendships, which is also okay. Do what feels right to you. In this episode, we talked about how to establish your personal brand, particular branding qualities that you should embody as an HR professional, and the boundaries that need to exist if you develop work friendships. Remember, your brand exists whether you're at work or whether your colleagues run into you outside of work. If your coworkers witness an entirely different persona outside of work, that could really impact their perception of you within your role. Be cognizant of how you're perceived always and remember that your role is as strategic as you make it.